Welcome to the uh, third week of the Formula One podcast, aka the F1 cast. This week, since there uh, there was no race, you know, after back-to-back weekends, we're going to cover some more um, kind of in-depth topics, go over probably teams Aston Martin, AlphaTauri, um, a racer's little little gamer moment, and uh, maybe preview Silverstone a bit. So let's uh, <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah. Hey, hey, um, Dylan. I, I mean, Wesley, you guys know more about it. I mean, I only saw the the post about the uh, about Jerry Vips and uh, what happened with him. Uh, um, yeah. So, like, I guess we can just go over it. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. So Jerry was, you know, playing a little war zone with the boys. And I guess he, he didn't realize someone was uh, live streaming. And, um, you know, say what you will, or I, I guess Jerry does say what he will. Um, <laughs> maybe, I don't, maybe it's just in his vocab when he's, you know, in private, but he, he did say the N-word while they were playing Warzone. Um, and that kind of led to pretty much killing his chances at becoming an f1 driver i think yeah. um yeah he did get um suspended i believe i don't think he's completely gone i think he's just suspended at the moment but he took like he... f1 or f2 driver out of his instagram bio i think or like took out the red Ooh, bull really? thing yeah, yeah that's not a yeah, good because he sign. was a red bull uh red bull junior driver yeah uh, getting canceled nowadays is uh is rough but i did see a comment i sent the video in chat and i saw a comment that compared it to mazepin who he had a clip um during his amazing one-year run where he finished about, <laughs> you know, like half, half of his races he had a clip where it was like a drunk girl on his like instagram it was like one of the you know like their, their oh records, i did the see Snapchat that story yeah. where he like groped like a drunk girl like on video like 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 it was a vibe you know on his story like yeah this is cool just a flex he's just trying to yeah. flex but like it's yeah. not a good flex it was like weird though you know it's like, like one of those like that's I'm not a predator cool. flex yeah <laughs> i'm a sexual predator sort of sort of type beat but yeah so i mean there's always potential to come back but then again i don't know if jury's got that got the stacks like mazapin yeah the, the, the issue dad. or i guess the benefit for mazapin is you know his his dad is you know boys with putin yeah, so, and his dad also funded like all of Haas racing. <laughs> yeah, so that kind of gives him a lot of leeway for shit he can and can't do. Yeah, compared he, to Jury. Yeah, he yeah. was like the bank account. So talent, it doesn't go as far as like being the funding for the team, probably. Apparently, yeah. he also uh he also hates uh pink. I think he said something about pink that he hates it and like. Okay, this is not. I'm quoting. I'm quoting Jury Vips. Okay, he said that the pink color was gay and that he didn't like it. And uh, um, and I think he um, I think he was also um, recruited by Alpine. And uh, we all know Alpine's colors are blue and pink. So yeah, he wasn't a, fan of this. a lot of gamer moments from this guy. He seems like he really just invested in Warzone culture with some of his comments. Definitely, that's crazy. <laughs> Maybe maybe he's on the cusp of becoming a Warzone pro player instead of an F1 driver now. So uh, we'll, we'll have to keep a close eye on what becomes a Jury Vips now. I just like to think um, it's Pride Month is this month, right? Yeah. This month. I like to imagine it's like this month the comment like he dropped it like yeah I don't know Pink's kind of gay guys so fuck like on the Twitter like that's that's what I like to imagine this is when that came right. out too. I'm not sure when it did, but that that would just be perfect timing really. Also, yeah, all right, this is. This is real quick, but have you guys seen that uh, Vateri, or Valtteri Bottas just loves posting his ass on Instagram? Have you guys seen those pictures going around? <laughs> yes. No, yes, I, I yes, haven't. Yes. It happened in 2021. This. You can't show this, but it did. this did happen like a couple of days ago. I'm sending it to the chat. Wait, are these like... Are these on like his his like stories? There was or, like... one... Okay, okay. So I'm sending one... I don't know why it's taking so long, but... Um, so that's oh! one. This happened a couple of days ago. Oh, this nice. happened a couple of days ago. And then there was also another one that he like took. And it was just like him laying naked in a river with his ass showing. And oh, that, that was being sold in like a gift shop. It was it was at one of the races. So it was like, you know, selling it for the locals. Right. But it's just I don't know, you know, what is maybe this is like a career strategy. After Bottas is done racing. He's got a he's got an industry, you know, or got a future in being a model. He's just trying to build that up. But it is, I think, it's kind of weird. 
That's yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> so Vips, uh, he's only twenty one, guys. I, I think he's one year older, uh, one year uh, younger than me. Um, interesting. I mean, to have a to have your chances thrown out as an F one driver is kind of fucked it for yourself. I mean, yeah. No, you literally, you know, you you had, um, like one of the best potential careers in front of you, and then you threw it away because you wanted to say a couple slurs for fun when you're playing video games. Right, and and it's like right now Red Bull is the upfront team, which currently is what we see is currently dominating, and you ruin your chances to be possibly the next driver after Sergio Perez when when his contract's done. Yeah. But I guess, actually, we could use that as a segue, you know, talking about Perez. You know, you go down the line, then you get Alphatari, right? That's the little barrier between the, 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 the formula. Wait, 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 wait. I wanted to say, you know, Yuki Sonoda has been streaming recently, too. So he, he Oh, I did see that. Well. All right. So, so he's got a chance to be on Alphatari, though. Risk. Wait, what does he stream? Do you know? Uh, I think he, he was playing Valorant. Oh, he's played. I, I saw he, oh, he streams Apex. He played with uh, Timmy. That one. Oh yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Sorry, yeah. that one Apex streamer. But yeah, right. That's crazy. That's a crazy <laughs> crossover. Yeah, but I noticed a lot of the younger F1 drivers have gone like into streaming. Like I think during their off seasons, like I think the trio of Russell, Norris, and Leclerc all started streaming like the last. <laughs> Dude, break, their streaming right? moments are so funny. I don't know if you guys ever seen those, but their moments are like so freaking funny. The only thing I've seen is one channel always uses Leclerc's picture. I think it was probably on one of his streams where he was like in a banana costume. The whole <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> that <talking> about. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I've seen, but like that seems like that seems like a good time. That seems like some good content on stream. I mean, it just it works too because like there's so many like good driving sim games that you can play that it's yeah. just like it's just like the perfect way to like kind of like keep yourself occupied in the off season probably, and people can come in and ask questions and stuff. So. Just seems like a good time all around until you, you know, you know, you accidentally rip a word or two and lose your whole career. <laughs> Just you gotta avoid those moments. But besides yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, yeah. apparently he um, apologized on Twitter. But I mean, by the time you apologize, it's kind of like, well, you're. I mean, in today's society, you're kind of seen. You really are a racist. I mean, even no matter how old, uh, how far back the word was said. I mean. Um, yeah, you know, everything. Well, I mean, the, the issue is that he, you know, <laughs> the word was said like a week ago, not like a yeah, couple years ago. Yeah, right? yeah. It wasn't like going through the old Twitter, like, where it's like a, like a joke that didn't age particularly well. It's like, damn, guys, sorry. Dude, I grew a lot in that week. Like, that week where I got the backlash, I'm a new guy. I'm a new, <laughs> a new man. So it's right. like, kind of hard to do that, make that turn around. So, yeah, he's probably screwed for the foreseeable future. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was using that as a transition to Alpha Tari, which was going to be a team we talked about, right? With right. Pierre Gasly and Yuki Tsunoda. Tsunoda. So, I, yeah, I was looking a little bit at some of their stats. And it looks like, I mean, they've had pretty comparable seasons so far, which I think Gasly did a lot better than Tsunoda last season, right? Or like a pretty yeah. good amount. Because it was Tsunoda's rookie season last season. Tsunoda also did, as a rookie, did really well. I mean, that's kind of, it's really, really surprising to see see yourself kind of score your, uh, scoring the points a lot. I mean, as a rookie, that's that you gain a lot of confidence through that. Yeah. I mean... I feel, I feel like you just got to get in the points. I mean, we see Schumacher, you know, still. He's he's still looking for that first one. That point right. number one, it's coming. It's coming. But let's, yeah, uh, no. let's clear the air, guys. I mean, uh, Pierre Gasly looks like all the uh, McLaren, uh, McLaren, uh, what do you call this? McLaren, I guess, drama or rumors are out of the way. He's he's signed for until 2023. I think that's it's a, I think it's a good decision for him because if he's, trying if he's re-signing with alpha tari that means that like the contracts that were given to him were like not for good constructors um and i think the one year i from what i from what i read a lot of contracts expire in 2023 so this kind of gives him one more year of being on like a middle of the pack team that does have some like can compete but then it also opens up his uh horizons in the next year it'd be exciting yeah. oh i like that i, I like that idea yeah. Um, last year they finished uh, sixth in the constructors. Um, not bad. Not bad. Not not bad at all. I mean, they were about thirteen points away from Alpine to be in that top five spot. So, I mean, I, I it, compared to this year, it's a little different. I mean, having very very rough seasons for them. Um. Uh, yeah. Hard, hard for them to get the points. I mean, I think they're having trouble just mostly on the engine part. I think 
they're less reliable compared to what Red Bull, the actual Red Bull racing team is. I think they're having more issues with the engine and the car itself. Yeah, I mean, I see here Pierre Gasly's had two retirements and then Sonoda retired in the Canadian Grand Prix, so. Yeah, well, except I think Sonoda's, didn't he go into the wall? Yeah, he, uh, yeah, remember his... he um got out the pit, ex pit exit and he punched it too hard. Yeah, the tires were real cold, and he was just like, nah, I'm going to just abort it anyway. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. <laughs> the who gives a shit about heating up the tires? I'm just going. It's like but... the... He's just cosplaying, you know, the, the, the paid driver special. Yeah, the paid driver special <laughs> of, like... I think this is what I've noticed with, um, I don't know... Latifi is like at the end of every like I saw like a headline it kind of I thought it was roasting him but it ended up just being what he said it was from the Formula One website where it's like Latifi enjoys special home crowd and a little else on the way to P16 and maybe Canadian <laughs> Grand Prix it, it's I thought that was a roast but he's just talking about like yeah we just don't have pace but I mean yeah no speaking, it is that is the paid driver special is crashing and then saying pace speaking of Latifi real quick I something I thought was funny is that uh, Latifi did an interview, and he was—he's been—he's been thinking, and he's been confused why his Williams car can't match Albon's. Uh, so maybe, uh, maybe he thinks there's a little favorability going towards Alex Albon. A him. classic. He's just—he's just stealing from the book of Mazepin. Because I remember they just really made Mazepin a villain in this recent. Oh, wait, they really I know he got did. a lot of flack the the recent um drive to survive season. It got a lot of flack for being played up, but like Mazepin was just like. He just looked, he was so annoying because his like dad was saying like, you have to switch the cars. Like you have to switch them because Schumacher was like out, was like beating out Mazepin every single race. And then like <laughs> they made him like actually switch cars when they're like, we're not going to like try to like inhibit one driver. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like it's just such a weird thing to focus on because it's like the team suffers if they have one driver just have a worse car. Like yeah. there's no benefit. And I feel like if you have the, if you have the like blueprint to having one car, with pace, then, like, you're just going to give that to the other driver, you know? I mean, at least that's how I, that's how I, I'd assume. I feel like that just makes sense. I feel like yeah. there would never be a reason to not, <laughs> to not have it work out that way. Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. Especially when you're, like, near the, the bottom of the pack. Where oh, it's like, definitely. You're just kind of throwing, you're just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. And I feel like you aren't trying to cut down your, your possibilities by favoring one person over the other. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, when you're down there, right, when it's, like, right now, it's, like, um, Albin has, like, three points, Latifi zero. It's not like you're, like, yeah, this guy's the one. Like, this is this is our winning driver. We we got to put all of our eggs in this basket. It's, like, yeah. it's, I just, that's not the reality, yeah. Ex yeah, especially when you got, like, Ferraris and their fucking engine blowing up every other lap. It's yeah. real easy if you just keep keep alive, you know? right yeah yeah that's the, the mercedes special just stay alive just don't just don't dnf that's mm -hmm. the that's the key and just have hamilton get outperformed by russell every race that's yeah that too <laughs> that, that is a classic too except for uh, what is the the record oh wait i i see something here actually about head-to-head -head this second i bring that up i want to see hamilton's uh, only oh it's seven two in russell's favor for race oh position. fuck i don't know man i don't know <laughs> I'm going to go back to what Wesley said about Pierre Gasly uh, signing on for uh, another year. Um, I think it's, I think from what Wesley said, I think it's really great for Pierre Gasly because he, he gives an extra year for Red Bull to say, okay, maybe Perez isn't the man, but you know, obviously they signed him and they extended his contract, but it gives him an option to have more teams who's, who's obviously his driver's uh, contracts expire next year. Um, it gives him more options to join higher and topper tiers. Maybe uh, like again, like again, maybe go to McLaren or something. You know. <clears throat> yeah, true. They need to get rid of Daniel Ricciardo, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> Has there been any comment from McLaren about like Ricciardo? Like, are they still like, oh, I the think vibes still are still happy good, with or... him? Yeah. Really? I think the, um, the thing is, is that Ricciardo is like such a huge media draw. Like, he's one of the most yeah. beloved. So yeah, I don't, I don't know how much that really matters in F1, but from what I've seen, I feel like McLaren isn't like too upset right. with I, Ricardo. I want to say I think that like it's crazy the gap between Ricardo and Norris in points. I think is the second largest between drivers. The first is I think Botas in in the new Joe, Joe Guanyu. Yeah, 
I think that's the biggest, which makes sense because, you know, it's his first season in F1. But then it's like Norris and then I think Ricardo were the second biggest gap. Do you guys think? Uh, do you, th- you guys think they might switch uh, teams? You think uh, Daniel Ricciardo might go to go back to, to the Honda days or, or Red Bull era? I, I feel like the, he's just not a hot prospect. Uh, <laughs> Ricardo is just not a hot prospect, and also like, I, it's weird because I I don't know. Well, actually, it's not completely true, but like he started on Red Bull, which I think at the time even was like <clears throat> doing pretty well, and then he randomly decided to go to Renault, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was like kind of like it's like I'm pretty sure they said in because this is all from Drive to Survive, but I think it was they're like yeah like we didn't like really make him an insane offer, but we were like happy to keep him on like he was doing a good job for us. But then yeah. he went anyway, and then from Renault he's like oh we're gonna build something here, and then he's like never mind peace out guys. Um, I'm gonna go to McLaren now. So like he's kind of I don't know he moves around a lot. Like I think out of all the drivers he might be the one that swaps has swapped teams the most frequently in recent years i think so. the uh the the narrative there during the drive to survive was that he didn't want to fight max verstappen for that number uh, one driver spot but yeah that's um yeah that's a tough fight as we i think now. i think i think i think we we're starting to see like that kind of like he is kind of afraid of not really afraid of that competition because i mean, we saw in baku that uh you know when he let Norris pass and Norris couldn't get past Alonso, they switched back positions and Daniel Ricciardo was, um, obviously he told, uh, told his race engineer that, Hey dude, if, if Norris can't get past him, let me through. Oh, so I I think, I think, I think the narratives changed for, for Ricciardo. I don't think he's afraid for the, for the competition, but I think he, he does have to perform better than, uh, than he is now. I mean, hopefully it'll change. I mean, obviously. And yeah, Baku, he he got a little confidence. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, uh, I mean, people do keep saying that it's just his driving style is clashing with the car, right? I've heard people yeah. say that something about the way he likes to break into a corner is does not work with is not compatible with the car. So I guess that that is probably a hard thing to change, you know, because it's probably all on feel. You know, you're going so fast. Yeah, it's just like you're not really you're not really methodically thinking about okay, the way I like to do everything isn't working. Let me just change that. Like, I, it's probably just a really tough change because you have to basically subconsciously kind of adopt a whole new driving style. If that is the case, I'm really just predicating this all on, like, a YouTube headline I saw that was like, why Ricardo's driving style isn't working? <laughs> but um, if that video is right, you know, it's that's tough. That's probably that's probably a very difficult thing to do, especially the longer you've been in, which is probably why, I don't know, my guess is why Hamilton probably isn't adopting as well as Russell because he's so used to how the car was before. Maybe it's just a tough change. He's also right. just washed, but yeah. Yeah, and and washed, yeah. yeah. And all back the likes. To, uh, yeah. Sorry, what, what to, were you uh, gonna say? Back to Yuki. Um he's also he's also in the range where he he hasn't had uh he, he doesn't know where he's going this season. But um because he he's only he's his contract ends by the end of this season, so um According to the head performance coach of Alphatari, I think he said the Yuki's been making big leaps. I mean, obviously the results kind of defer from that. I mean, he's having a really sophomore slump. Yeah, no, the, this, the this last is, season. Um, yeah, I don't see what that guy is saying at all. But maybe, <laughs> maybe he knows something we don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. But apparently, this is what it, from from the F1 news says. Um, he says that it's very difficult to challenge for for champion uh, ch- challenge for the championship as a young driver. I mean, yeah, I, I, we kind of see that. But I I think for me, I think to see I guess like a an Asian driver to be on there, I think it's kind of it's kind of dope to see that. I mean, I'm always rooting for Yuki because just because he's short, he's Asian. I mean, what else can you ask for 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 like hope for as an Asian person? Yeah, that is that is true. Now that kind of makes me think about you know when's that when's that next American driver coming? You know when's the when we when we get someone out there that's that's up there. I guess you can count the Canadians, but like there uh, there's not a lot of hope there. You know Yuki, there's there's hope. You know he's got he's got speed, um, but you know Latifi and Stroll there. They're bringing Canada shame. You know, <laughs> in contrast to that, you know. So I don't know. I'd say, I mean, Latifi did did catch one body last weekend, so we'll see. We'll see <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> he might have caught I a see. couple if, it, if if people ran out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
no, this, just, dude, I, this meme won't go away, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I just say, like dude. to imagine he just like went off the racing line to hit that animal. You know, he's he's <laughs> mad. He's having a bad lap. He like goes off the racing line just to give it a little give it a little tap. You know, <laughs> a little bit of a serial killer side coming out on the track. You know, that killer <laughs> instinct. It kind of kind of manifesting in a different way when you don't have pace. <laughs> I like to see that. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, I think I mean going I Yuki, I think he's doing comparable, right, to Gasly and like yeah. Gasly's considered a pretty good driver. So I feel like maybe it just comes down a little bit to like the car's performance possibly cuz I think of Gasly as a very cuz like he got over 100 points last season, right? Like he did pretty well. When did he, where did he end up placing last uh, season? Let me look it at right. So I I'm he also got a he win. He was a hundred. Right? Uh, yeah, that was in 2020. This was okay. in 2021. He scored 110 points, and he finished top ten. He was ninth in a drivers championship. Okay, I think the and major difference... that was a 80 80 something point gap to Yuki. I mean, for his rookie yeah. season, so. Yeah, I mean, he's still doing marginally better, but it's still too early to really say anything. I think the biggest difference this season is just that it seems like Alp alpine or alpine has it down a little bit better than AlphaTauri right. at the moment which is kind of like the big difference is like they were he was kind of just like a couple spots higher because he was above them but yeah i mean that's totally that's up in the air you know like either of those teams i could see pulling it out so i, I feel like i feel like pierre gasly his car it, or like the car that they have is just it's not working right right now i mean we've seen it and obviously in a couple races that he's 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 still got it, and he's still got a lot of good overtakes. I mean, we saw that in Monaco with, with the intermediate tires. Yeah, uh, he passed he has, Joe, and he passed Ricardo. Do you have, like, three overtakes or two? I mean, it was probably, like, his overtakes, that's probably, like, half of, like, what the camera was on the whole time, you know, because there's... Yeah, no so Monaco, he probably had, he probably had, probably had, like, three or four overtakes that we just didn't see. But, I mean, those those two crucial overtakes were, I mean, you if you take you see yeah. a gap, you take it... Yeah, no, that is what you love to see out there. I mean, that was basically the only joy I got out race as a Ferrari fan, you know? Yeah. You know, everything else was just sadness and loathing for fucking what they did to my boy Leclerc out there in the front. And, and then um, I'm thinking in Baku, I think he he was racing kind of alone. I think he was in that fifth spot and nobody was behind him. He couldn't see whatever he was in front of him, so... Oh, yeah, he did fit. That's great. That was, um, yeah, that was like a race ago. I mean, he's, I'll, I'll count that as an upward trajectory. Yeah. I mean, sure, last race, it was 14th, but <laughs> fit, that's great. Yeah. yeah. It, it just seems like a lot of these teams, it's just really like, especially the midfield, it's just like kind of random. Like some races, they look great. And then you just can't really get like a storyline going like, oh, this team's on the up and up or like, oh, this team's like faltering. Cause like, it just it just feels like week to week like with midfield it's just random placements like it just i don't know i don't know if it's maybe different setups different tracks it's just it i just feel like every time like i don't really have like a narrative in my head going in like okay this team has been kind of on the up and up recently let's see if that continues right. it just kind of feels like red bull ferrari then mercedes and then like everyone else is just well then everyone else and then um and then you got williams and that's right that's in like, my head. I, like uh yeah and the paid drivers crash out that's like the, <laughs> well yeah, yeah one paid driver takes one dive into the wall and i and i and i thought mclaren was going to be a little bit more um a little bit more competitive this year just not there i think that's the that's the other team i, I believe what i was gonna we expected to see more up and up or more growth throughout this season but i guess those midfield teams who really pretty decent last year i guess with the new cars and new re regulation i guess they just didn't have enough time for testing and uh to build yeah. that right car yeah it just seems like some people have it and uh and some i mean mostly just red bull seems to have it you know like they don't have much problem with porpoising they're fast on the straights i guess they could look to pick up some some speed in the corners like ferrari and like yeah yeah they look they look great um but yeah. speaking of uh t t terrible car designs i mean transition to to aston martin i mean <laughs> yeah they, um, they have two different two different builds or two different car builds this season i think they changed their car the way their car looks during the spanish grand prix and i guess that was their pretty big upgrade for the whole entire season oh oh when you I, make it 
when you put it like that, that makes me kind of sad because I feel like they still are um, struggling <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really struggling. They're not doing well. Um, yeah. Um, the I guess I guess what they they did is they they copied Red Bull. Like, and obviously we we already know that we talked about it last uh, like in episode one. But yeah. I mean, even so still. Was that your- was that copying year? Was that last year where they took Red Bull's design? You said no. That was this year, actually. Oh, just, this year, just, really? Just okay. this year, yeah. Oh, okay. So okay, happened so in the Spanish got a track Grand Prix. record of of kind of keeping <laughs> the other teams now. Okay, so Mercedes and they really just take whoever's on top and they say, "Yeah, that's mine now." Like Wes said, though. <laughs> Wait, was it? I remember one of us definitely was was for the was for the stealing of. <laughs> no, no, no. I think one of us was, was an outspoken supporter of stealing um, the team's I, design. I mean, I, I think I'm on his page now. I agree. 100%. I can see it. When you're a middle of the pack team and you're not a, a Mercedes that has the fucking most money in the world, you know, I would consider sending an assassin to George Russell's hotel room <laughs> the night before a race. You know? <laughs> Whatever yeah. you can do to get yourself up there getting points, <laughs> no, that's... I wouldn't be against it. You, you know? gotta do what you got. Like well, this ties into. I guess you'd be a. You maybe be more of a fan of the controversy. What was it? I think it was for McLaren. Um, it was a while ago. I think it was when Fernando Alonso was at the top of his game. They were found. It was like by coincidence that somebody from I think. Somebody that used to work at Ferrari had brought in like a bunch of the blueprints to a copy shop and yeah. was copying oh. the design of the Ferrari car. And then like the guy that worked at the like copy place whoever just so happened to know, like or to notice, like, huh, that's kind of weird what you're copying there. It looks like specs for a like a Formula One car. Yeah. And he like informed Ferrari and then they did an investigation. It was like one of the biggest finds in history for McLaren, I believe. Like, I love that shit. That is yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of you got to get into the spy shit a little bit when you're when you're trying to climb. With, with how much work. money? With how much money gets funneled into F1 every year? I'm surprised more sh- like something crazier hasn't happened. You know, I, I where, mean, where I... someone someone's paying Lance Stroll to try and take out fucking Verstappen <laughs> on lap one. You know, the more you're talking about this, the more you're reminding me of like a, this was like all from a video. This is like top ten Formula One controversies, and one was Schumacher, and he was this was like a, a, the fight. I think it might have been the last race of the season for the championship, and it was Schumacher versus I can't remember the other driver's name because I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, but like, he I like who Schumacher was, yeah. just straight up turned into him, like. Because the guy was gonna get the lead, and like, let's say they was both it DNF. Damon Hill? I have no clue, actually. Because um, I I recently just watched the sh- uh, Michael Schumacher um, documentary. That was a great documentary. I think to watch that. It was. Yeah, but anyway, so it was um, basically he was just like it, this was. I think it was the last race of the season, and it was like whoever won the race or like whoever finished higher would like win out of the two of yeah. them. And he just, it looked very suspect that he just turned into him when he was going to, like, try to pass Schumacher. Mm-hmm. And then Schumacher, like, doubled down after, the, like, when he got interviewed, he was like, no, nah, that was his fault. Villeneuve is all over him, look. He's going he's through. through. Oh, yes. Oh, I don't think. Out goes Michael Schumacher. That didn't work. That didn't work, Michael. You hit the wrong part of him, my friend. I just, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was, like, off the driving line, and he just turned into him. <laughs> no, yeah. that was on him. I don't know. I've I've nothing but respect for people who go for dirty plays in F one. I mean, I feel like F one. You gotta have like it's so nice to have like like a villain. Like I think having a villain team, like somebody that just plays dirty, like that just adds so much. You know, you gotta have someone everyone yeah. hates. Like Mazepin. Like the only downside to him was like he doesn't work as a villain because he couldn't finish the races. But like imagine him in like a top tier car, like actually doing well. You know, and everyone dislikes him. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just more. That's just money. That that makes you want to watch. You know. So right. I feel like more of that. I mean, ethically, you know, questionable, but I, I think it makes for better, better TV, you know? And also, you know, the, you know, the Netflix show would be eating that shit up in a second. Yeah. They make, they make up controversies. If there was actually more controversies, like they would be, they'd be loving it. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think more people should be looking at like, you know, as much as I love seeing Lewis Hamilton lose, it's starting to get to the point where it's like Max Verstappen's turning into the villain almost, where he's yeah. crushing every race. And I think there needs to be some more collusion. 
you know more collision like the other team's all working to like take him down yeah like the middle of the pack they're they're overcoming the money deficit by coming together and blocking uh, them okay. you know block like in monaco they block off the only areas where there's a chance at passing and people I, are you know i like to just think it's like one of the other teams like ferrari gives latifi a call and they're like you you know that blue flag or whatever it is you just saw to let to let uh verstappen pass don't let him yeah slow yeah, that yeah. motherfucker down let him catch <laughs> up. And, like, you see latifi just like swerving yeah no i like that vision in my head i like that i, yeah, I love team of, play uh, even though it's frowned upon sorry sorry speaking of, uh, of speaking of michael schumacher i mean we have a one of the i guess sebastian vettel's uh most he looked up to michael schumacher i mean he obviously sebastian vettel, vettel obviously won four titles but i think now he's yeah. in a lower tier car oh definitely um um yeah i think I, I according to aston martin i think they they want to keep him long term but uh it's hard to hard to keep a four-time champion who wants who still wants to be competitive and wants to race in that midfield area possibly and maybe obviously win some races and get get some podiums yeah i was thinking about it when you're like the getting to like the vettel ages the alonzo ages you know when you're like an older driver and you're considered like washed you know like as wesley would say about hamilton i yeah. think i think <laughs> it's it's actually just all in your benefit to stay in if you enjoy the sport because it's like it, like let's say somehow by some miracle you end up like pulling out another championship or something like that people just be like it's like against all odds it's like a huge win you know when you're past your prime and then like if you do bad people are like yeah he's just past his prime you know he's just washed you know it's like that's not that's not too bad you're still getting the paycheck <laughs> and i like i feel like vettel what i see is like every race depending on how he does it's either if he does poorly the like rhetoric around the race is like oh is vettel gonna retire like is he like washed is he senile now like does he know what he's doing and if he right. does well it's like since he's in a bad car it's like oh my god he's getting way more out of that car than he should like that's i yeah. feel like one of those yeah. two comments is what i see after every race and i feel like that's good like that's good i mean low stakes i feel like is fun did you yeah, guys see that? Um, did you guys see that as when Sebastian Vettel went off on the race and he did that one eighty crazy one eighty turn to get back into the yeah, race, yeah. and then they did a comparison on how Lando Norris was trying to get out of that area, and he was taking so long to do like that one eighty turn. I know it's just, it it, I guess it just speaks to what experience does. Yeah, because that was also near the end of the race, right? So people are saying it saved him, like staying in the points and saved him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so that's I was gonna that's, say, that's clutch. Like, that's experience, like and confidence. Like Vettel mm -hmm. doesn't give a fuck. You know, if he, <laughs> if he crashed into the wall right there, who gives a shit, man? They're still yeah. gonna renew his contract, probably. Like that's the, yeah. that's the positive of like having that sort of that sort of like you know being there a long time, having that sort of like experience and time is that people know like what you're capable of. You know, you're not proving anything. You've you've won like four times. People know you're you're kind of nice behind the wheel. You know, so it's like well, if I fuck up this 180 and I just make it worse, it's like who get like they know they know what I'm about. They know what I can do. Mm -hmm. right. You know, and I yeah, yeah I I think that's 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 a good point. Is like the longer you've been in, the less pressure, and the more you're allowed to just kind of become comfortable it also adds validity to your claims that the car you have is trash and it's not <laughs> yep. so that gives you some more room to work with um, yep and every driver loves saying that so it's like the more more of a claim you have to that the better mm -hmm. i don't know yeah, if you guys sure. ever saw the uh 27 17 season and when vettel and, and hamilton were racing in that and vettel was still mm -hmm. in ferrari and uh, there was a safety car, I guess, and Vettel or uh, Lewis Hamilton brake checked him, and then Vettel pulled aside, and then it <laughs> turned right into him like Michael Schumacher did. Let's see. Definitely to me. You watch when he goes alongside. I think they touch again. Yeah, they do. What do, do they he ever? He drives into him. It's causing a collision. I mean, strictly speaking, Crofty. Strictly speaking, Crofty, it's causing a collision. The driver of car number five yeah. caused a collision. Oh. <laughs> I just remembered another Ferrari legend and was like, well, I got to do what he did. If you're going to brake check me, I'm going to take us both out. Is that, you think that was his mindset? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you just, oh, you just want to get me to run into you. Well, I'm going to do it anyway, but on my terms. You know, no, I respect that too, you know? It's like... I, you know, that makes sense. That, that makes a whole lot of sense. I don't know. I just, I hate the illusion that F1 is full of honorable people who all <laughs> they care about is a clean race. Because yeah. if 
you know, the director of Haas Racing had the opportunity to kill two people before the race. <laughs> he would. I mean, you know, their connection like, with the Russians. Maybe they do like, have that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. If if the, if they had the opportunity to you know have the race in Russia still, and you know Putin glasses half the competition, <laughs> I think Haas looks at that weekend as a dub. You know, coincidentally, <laughs> only the other slow teams show up and like their engines all malfunction. It's yeah. like the it, it'll end up being like the last race. What was it? It was one one of the tracks in in the U.S. No, it was the last one that used like it used to. They used to have two different tire suppliers. I think what was the other one? Was it Goodyear? Michelin, Michelin Goodyear. Goodyear. Yeah, whatever but all one. I know is that whatever the other tire was, like was they couldn't get the right tires there. So like almost everyone couldn't start on race day, and only like oh, six cars were out there that used. It was the, one the Indianapolis uh, race. Yeah. I remember because I, the only reason I remember is because something about the about that like popped up. I was like, "Why is this in my yeah. feed?" That's that would that's what would happen if they went to Russia. But it would be you know intentional. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't be a fuck up. It would it would be intentional. But yeah, um, I don't know. Just I mean, I just hate I hate the illusion that everyone is so honorable in F one and that you know any foul play is so disgusting because well, it's just, I feel like it's just uh, wrong. I also love, okay, on that, I, I think about that a lot because during the race, right, you got like Verstappen over comms. Like, I remember it was like him against Leclerc. Was it the first race of the season? It might have been, I don't know. But he was like, dude, I think I think Leclerc went over the line, like the race pit line, because he was like trying to call him out on some shit. Or yeah. like a lot of times you'll hear him like in their comms, like, oh, dude, this guy's a fucking idiot. You're not allowed to do that. Like, <laughs> are we going to penalize him? It's like, this guy's like shit. Like, or like, dude, this guy's like a million times slower than me. And then after the race, it's like all buddy, buddy. Like, you got, like, Alonzo, who's, like, saying, like, Ocon was a hundred times slower than him all weekend, and he's, like, pissed because he's behind mm -hmm. him. And after the race, I feel like it's, like, oh, yeah, you know, that's just, that's just, like, talk during the race. I don't know, you know? if you guys saw his, uh, his, uh, Fernando Alonso's, um, view or after the race. He, dude, he was fucking pounding the steering wheel, bro. <laughs> he, Damn. he was so pissed. Don't get but him on Warzone. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's speaking of angry, uh, yeah. speaking of uh, radio calls, let's talk about Lance Stroll. I mean, this guy is probably every radio call I've seen. This guy, he's just like, what is this fucking idiot doing? Yeah, no, <laughs> he's probably one of the biggest like people that's like at uh, fault for that. You know, it's like you're just full aggro during the race, and then after it's like, uh, didn't do quite as well as I wanted. You know, the vibes weren't quite there. But hey, we get him next time. Like you know, you nice shop team. Nice shop yeah, team. Nice we got team. him. Hey, good plan. We will yeah, get him next race, time. During the race, sorry, you're like flaming your race engineer. You're like you fucking idiot. Like this strategy is so bad. And then after the race, it's like, hey, we tried our best. Next time, mm -hmm. it's like. I mean, I guess I get it, though. When you're, like, sitting there behind a car going hundreds of miles an hour, you know, feel like you're, you're just, like, living on the edge of your seat, it's probably hard to, to stay cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Lance yeah, Shaw. I... Let's go ahead. Oh, I was just say, I don't know how the McLaren drivers could keep their cool during that abomination of a pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I swear they must have just not shared, because I thought they were going to show, like, it was, um, it was Lando who got really screwed, right? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, surprised yeah. they didn't share his comms because like he had a similar one, but his was even worse than Leclerc's yeah, they, at like, Monaco. They had the they didn't have enough tires. Or the tires in the wrong spot. Yeah, it like was they were running so around. Awful. Yeah, hey, Wes, dude, it was uh, your uh, your prediction of 15 seconds was close enough. I think it was like 11.8 <laughs> that he got off the pit <laughs> or something. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, that's, I don't that know, was man. Bad. That was bad. If, but if I'm the the director at McLaren, you know, you execute those people by firing squad. <laughs> like, you have one, you know, each there's so many people who work on those cars. There's one person who brings the tire over, one person who puts it on, one person who screws it in. Yeah. It's so easy to not fuck up, and that's all you do is practice it. I don't know, man. I I don't what? know what I would be thinking if that happened to me.
well i feel like it's like once one part of the machine breaks down it all goes to shit because it's like yeah. the way it goes is it's like they they're great at their job but like they like accident i think did they accidentally pit him twice it was probably the strategist so then they i like, think okay we just got we just got ricardo and then the guy probably like half a second later is like oh norris is coming to do real quick uh get some more tires ready and then they're just like oh shit they're like running around yeah. tires are flying <laughs> everywhere you know dicks are out flying well maybe not that but you know it's getting crazy like in a matter of seconds mm-hmm. i feel like i don't know but i guess it is crazy because they've probably done it so many times you think the nerves are kind of kind of on right lock. yeah i don't know man i don't know uh, you're saying it as if you were a director of the team you wouldn't you wouldn't be having that mclaren's got the funds they could make a couple people disappear who fucked up that <laughs> we, know, we could man. say the same thing about aston martin I, they've got a you lot can say of this, yeah, you can say the same thing about every fucking f1 team because they've all that's got true for it yeah, yeah, that's yeah true. i mean uh talking about paid drivers let's talk about landstro he's still signed until 2023 um i think he's got a really? long contract with aston martin yeah yeah well i mean that's because he's yeah i mean paid drivers i mean he's like the king of paid drivers i'm assuming right because his dad kind of like owns the team correct pretty much or basically right. he's like As the largest right holder now. in the team or something yeah mm-hmm. I, I heard a, a lot uh, a lot of speculations about him last uh, his dad last season about him selling the team and something something crazy yeah um I mean, I just don't see how long has he been in F one now? Like, uh, since twenty seventeen, I would say. Wow, what the fuck! I so mean, his I twenty. Feel I like... think his twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen season. I don't think he was with his dad yet, and then, until he went to Force India, which became Racing Point, and and now Alpine, but or, or Aston Martin now. But I, he's I just been feel like he paid hasn't... for a couple years. He just hasn't shown like I don't know any of that promise that's really that really yeah. like kind of you know makes a team want to keep you. Like I feel like there's you can either just be consistent and just kind of always kind of be able to get a certain amount out of your car and that can keep you in F one for a while, or you know you obviously you can just be insane like somebody like a Leclerc or Verstappen where you just pull out as much as you can, or you could just have a couple races here and there where you know where you just you manage to just pull something out. And then, I mean, sure, maybe it's not every race day, but at least you have something. But I feel like he just has none of those three things, right? Like, he's not really pulling yeah. out any insane performances. The consistency is, like, consistently um, very low. And, like, I mean, I guess, like, for points, it's just kind of hoping for, like, a 10th or a 9th. Yeah, and, and so. I, the issue, right, like, I feel like the thing is, is, like, with him, you know, he, when he does have a good performance, it's not like it's something, like, to be shocked about that you know makes up for all his fuck ups it's like every couple races or like every like three or four races he'll snag a tenth and get him one point yeah you know? and that's not you know i feel like there's so many people so many potential racers out there who could do that if not better you know yeah right i i feel like that also ties in a little right ricardo is still is still fighting is because like last year he was having a similarly bad like season but he just randomly pulled out of first place which yeah. is just crazy like so yeah. like i feel like he's got that wild factor because like I, he's like a type of driver where, like he'll randomly just pull out like a like a race win every like two seasons mm-hmm. where like i like stroll eh, has he even pulled out a podium i don't, I don't he's think, got he's like, got a couple podiums to his name oh really okay yeah. well i mean that's something that's something but yeah i just think i think it's just the money talking <laughs> you know but i mean i i would like to see i mean the thing is is like it's tough i mean seeing people go well i mean not tough in, in stroll's case but i mean it's just it would be nice to see like a more young talent coming in you know right like there's someone who is it there's what's his name piastri is that his last oh name? yeah he's uh going to williams next year i think from what i'm hearing yeah he because he um he won f3 and f2 right when he was there yeah so he's He's looking like a good prospect. Like, I want to see people like that coming out. You know, people that on merit have done insanely well and just kind of see what, what young drivers can bring can bring in. Because I feel like that's always exciting, you know, that trial by fire. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So, so um, Stroll has finished only 10th in, in three races this season, and it's in Imola, Miami, and uh, obviously Canada. So that's all, that's all his three points. It's from those three races. Other than that, okay. he's been. Other than that, he's been overshadowed by Vettel throughout the whole season, or as of this season. Yeah, I think we also I think, saw it last season as well. 
that's just never a good narrative because like when you're the young buck you know and then you got the the old guy that's past his prime you don't want him showing you like how well i guess depending on how new you are it's okay to have him be like the role model and kind of teach you yeah for a, for a, a season point, or two yeah but i feel like it's past that point with him where it's like he should kind of be the one kind of showing like okay like i i'm in my prime you know like he's kind of at that point and he's not quite there which is just it makes it like a tough argument to to keep yeah. him around right yeah. for sure for sure yeah let's see here um i'm trying oh, to think of anything i do have i do have something i i was interested once i learned about it um What's that we that? can talk about where it's from what i so i was doing some reading and from what i heard in the lead-ups to a lot of the races where Stappen will be clocking hours on on like on the racing sims and then Damn. i also saw this thing where he was like yeah he was in one hour of this bmw sim cup and he went from position 50 to position eight that's so it's crazy like, oh, yeah, i don't know do you think that like all the other f1 drivers are kind of out there because from I don't, I don't know if i said but like in the lead up to the race he'll put like 60 50 to 60 hours in on like one week on the racing sims do that's you think crazy. other drivers are out there like trying to grind as much as he does for this shit I could see the young drivers, but I feel like at a certain point, maybe the older ones are kind of, um, kind of not about it as much. Yeah, I, mean, I think the older guess. drivers. I think the older drivers just uh, rely more on their experience and what they were up at the track. Yeah, true. There's, there's no way Vettel was clocking any hours on a <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> he, he's looking at the map a couple times, remembering. You know, he's closing his eyes. Alright, just to he's turn pretending 12, to be the wheel. 15. Yeah. Um, oh, and then he yeah. shows up on he shows up on practice and race day. He clocks it in, but you know, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting hearing about that kind of stuff. That reminds me. I saw a clip. I think it was um, it was like some of the some people from like the sim like racing sort of scene, and like they had Verstappen doing like I, like like you said, like doing a part of the race for him. And like I think his like gas pedal or something. No, his brake pedal stopped working or something. And they thought he was joking. But he's like, guys, I seriously cannot like brake. And they were like, oh, you're just joking around, right? And like he was distraught. I think he like went off the track. <laughs> they were like, never mind. It was, it was a really good clip, but like. I mean, I feel like that's that's always good to see someone grinding like that and really like putting in the work. That's how you I get think to it's, the top. It's, it's, I feel yeah. like it's also somewhat due to his dad. He was in F one also, but I feel like his dad yeah. never really got the chance to be in a championship car. So he's like telling his like son to be like, keep fucking grinding, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's cool because um, maybe a lot of racers would do that when they're on the come up, but once you're kind of stationary on or maybe not stationary on top but when you're when you're winning and you know he won last year it's cool mm -hmm. to like or it's interesting to see someone who does have the dedication to keep right uh, putting in time oh yeah definitely because i feel like yeah like a lot of people like a in really any sort of sport or competition some people when they reach the top you know it's like a one and done where it's like okay i i've reached the peak and it's like well, that's all I need. I, I'm just going to kind of autopilot now, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And then there's other people where it's like they reach the peak and they're like, like their motivation becomes like, I don't want anyone else to be better than me. I want to, yeah. I want to be what people want to be. And I feel yeah. like that's kind of how you have to transition that motivation. Because if not, like, it's kind of like, you know, you just slump after. So, yeah. yeah. And, and a really interesting thing I heard was um, a champion in any, or like, if you take a champion in one era, and move them towards to another era like if they're still in their prime they will be like they will still be a top contender or a champion in that era because even in their own era if things were like like racers weren't as good or um you know they didn't have the same technology they mm -hmm. had the dedication to push themselves to the top and they would do the same with you know the with a different uh, yeah scenario, you know? oh definitely i feel like yeah if you just if you like have that drive right when you have those new tools available to you or if there's a different avenue to success generally i feel like yeah. the same sort of people they're gonna find that you know yeah yeah there's a reason that you're a champion it's not not a fluke do, do we yeah. do we think uh lewis hamilton has a chance to still be a champion for eight eight time um, not maybe not this season but you think maybe next year they they build towards a, a better uh car not a shit box it's tough it's how many, tough maybe how many spine years is still intact how many years has it been that hamilton's been saying like guys you know like in the lead up to the like, years like you know things aren't looking too good this year we'll have to get them next year like i feel like it's been so many years now where hamilton's been kind of um 
kind of checking out and waiting for the next season you well know? actually well the thing is right is he said that well that became like a narrative like that was why it's kind of like the the boy who cried wolf this season because he would say that people would say like every preseason i like i say you know as i've brought up i think 20 times now you know this is my first season watching but people have i saw people saying he says this every time he'd be like oh guys i don't know not looking good for mercedes this year and then he would just like win the championship and he mm -hmm. did that like every time. So then this season, I remember the lead up to the start. Like he was saying that he was like, "Oh, guys, like things are looking rough for Mercedes." And people are like, "Yeah, you're you're capping. Like it's you guys are just gonna win again or yeah. like in second. And yeah. then, but this time it it was true, and they did suck. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to believe him like at the start of any season. But um, I don't know. I, the, the problem is now, right? Is like since Russell's out qualifying him, it's like right. even if they let's say they did have the best car, like. Hamilton has work to do if he wants to like get another championship because like if he has the top car now like he has somebody that's that's gonna be you know ahead of him right yeah but yeah I mean this 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 is a great lead into uh Silverstone um oh definitely I, I think um I think this season is kind of really just trying for for Lewis Hamilton to try to finish over George Russell in the tr driver's championship and I think um I think he can do it still I think uh, with the summer break, obviously, and Silverstone, uh, and apparently, according to Ferrari's uh, head um, or race engine or a uh, team principal, uh, what's his name? Mark Bianotto. Mark. I think you're. I think you're right. Um, yeah. But I. I think he. He said uh, a lot of teams are going to be bringing big, big up uh, upgrades for Silverstone. So I think this could be uh, where we see maybe mer hopefully Mercedes finally see their pace and uh maybe lewis hamilton uh finishing in the top five uh a lot more yeah i mean that'd be really that'd be a great narrative like to have silverstone be like a turning point for like hamilton as a driver you know being the home race for him uh, just, last like, season Mercedes last season it was uh it was actually really the turning point because of that crash between him and, and verstappen it kind of they won uh, like three to four races after silverstone and it kind of switch the momentum yeah. back to mercedes yeah i mean hamilton has been known to just i mean i i think this season it might unless there's some sort of insane sort of change in pace i mean i don't really see it but like he's been known to like when given the tools to like turn up the heat later in the season right because i remember it was like i was reading about like i think it was the only he won like three years and then he lost to his teammate nico yeah. rosberg and then he won three years but that one year like he was behind a decent amount and then like he brought it like all the way back to like the final race i think mm -hmm. which is so it's just like you can like when he does have a car you you can't count him out but i think uh this year i'm gonna just say it uh i don't think the mercedes are uh getting anything but spine issues i think <laughs> Shit box going up and down <laughs> Before we go yeah. into Silverstone, uh, let's uh, let's all repeat our uh, predictions for uh, or our this is prediction. This predictions are for um, the, obviously the end results, I guess, and then we'll do okay. another prediction for Quali. Okay, wait, did I put these? Yeah, wait, I think wait. we we did. Okay, I was scared for a second because I thought last week or I thought last time we spoke, I put Leclerc or sorry, I put Verstappen, but you know I'm glad. What my 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 biggest call is Verstappen's me sleeping this weekend. I think Leclerc takes it. Um, right. And we're, are we talking qualities or the, the race right now? We'll, we'll, do it, we'll do the race right now. Uh, we'll okay. say what our uh, predictions are. You want to start, Dylan? Oh, wait. I think this is mine from last time. I'm just going to put it in chat for the moment. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll go. Wait, I, I talked a lot of Stroll like, slander, but I still put him at 10th. Anyways, yeah, so I have Stroll 10th, Botas 9th, Ocon 8th, Russell seventh, Alonso sixth, Perez fifth, Hamilton fourth, Sainz third, Verstappen second, and Leclerc first was my prediction for the top ten. Um, Wesley. Um, yeah. Uh, my thing is like almost identical to Dylan's, unfortunately. <laughs> wait, Dylan, did you copy uh, Wesley's or did you wait, copy did yours? I still, wait, I think did I you, I think you, you might have copied mine. I, wait, 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 I don't think you did. <laughs> I no, think ours are just similar. No, we just we're putting all our all of our all of our hopes in the same baskets there. Wait. 
Dylan has Vettel intent, <laughs> what I'm seeing. Yeah, you you did oh, shit, have Vettel intent. Yours. I knew I would never pick <laughs> on the list. I knew I stole your list. I, okay, anyway, so little recap. That was Wesley's list. Mine, <laughs> I had Vettel intent. I knew I wouldn't put Stroll in the in the points. I knew I also wouldn't put. I was like, why would I put Russell so low? It's a home. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Vettel tenth. Yeah. Otas ninth. Ocon eighth. Ours are similar though. Alonso seventh. Hamilton sixth. Russell fifth. Signs fourth. Prez third. Verstappen second and Leclerc first. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> on under my so, um, I have a couple reads going into this weekend. Okay. I think Hamilton might podium. I I can okay. see it. I think what's happening is with Roe v. Wade being overturned. I think Hamilton is powered up right now. <laughs> what? He recently <laughs> posted on his Instagram a rant about okay. how upset he is. Damn. And you know, similar to when Hamilton was on the speedboat talking about, you know, um, oh fuck, what was that super hypocritical thing he said on the speedboat? You I know have no I... clue. I, I, <laughs> I, like, I, I want to look it up, but I think if I look up Hamilton's speedboat, I'm not gonna get this <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton's okay, okay. speedboat controversial. Okay, sorry. If you can find it, well, I'll keep going. So, I think Hamilton is powered up with Roe v. Wade being overturned. Hamilton went on a rant on his Instagram. And I think he's going to take this anger he has and transform it onto the track where he's going to make a statement this week, make a statement this weekend. And, you know, really, really, uh, really put some motivation and power behind his driving. Right. So that's, that's my main read. And I also think Verstappen, I already said it, but Verstappen's going to be sleeping behind the wheel this weekend and nice. get blown out by Leclerc. Yeah, I, th I think the same thing, too. I think my predictions, like went uh, Sonoda in 10th, Alonso 9th, Otas in 8th. Ocon in seventh, Russell in sixth, Perez in fifth, Hamilton in fourth, Max in third, Sainz in second, and Leclerc in first. Uh, Ferrari one too, just because I think it, I think it's I think they're long overdue for for a good place finish for them. Interesting. So um, yeah, I mean, do, do, should, we do, uh, should we do a should we do a quali uh, prediction? Um. So the issue is, is I uh, actually I got to think about this. Like, because I don't know how I would rank my list different for quality, except maybe like uh, maybe some like some people in mind would be like I put Botas higher or Alonso, you know, people that are you know mm -hmm. known known qualifiers, and then and then race slumpers. That would be like the only thing I could think to change or Leclerc, I guess. But I already put him first in the race. Yeah, I don't think my my qual my my results would change, but I think like. Just to, like, in the more top five section, I think it would change. I think uh, Verstappen will out-qualify signs, but I think at the end of it, I think it comes down to the track, obviously, when it's race day. I think signs will just pull it out because of uh, just how the, the track is for, for Ferrari. Yeah, no, I, okay. can, I can see that for sure. Um, okay, I did find the, the, the hypocrisy thing where... Okay. Um, uh, Hamilton was lecturing about climate change while he was out on a speedboat. That's what I was thinking of. Ah, okay, okay. So he's he's talking about the like what the just this. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was trying to go find it. I looked up Hamilton speedboat controversial, but it was it was giving <laughs> me a lack of results. Yeah. But I actually, I kind of see Wesley's perspective here now. I could see he's looking for the podium to then kind of use that podium to talk about mm -hmm. the political discourse in America. And there's nothing Hamilton loves more than, you know, getting the podium and being able to spout some shit. Because that's all, he, you know, one of that the is, things. That's, the ha that's Hamilton. I feel like after he's won all these, ch that's his only driving force at this point. He, he's got to get up there to he's, say some shit. Yeah, he's definitely like a... a an activist and a, a speaker for for those who weren't heard um let's 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 do a little bit more predictions maybe throughout the track i mean we have some turns here so um <clears throat> um who do you guys think leads at the end of lap one and uh, then stroll no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously let's eat wait let me i'm looking at the track okay i'm gonna just predict wait you said who leads at the end of lap one yeah. Um Leclerc. Leclerc. Leclerc yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. Hot take, I think Leclerc. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's controversial. Definitely. Yeah. 
Do you okay, think okay. If, okay. if Verstappen qualifies second here and it, he still has a pre, pretty decent uh, gap to, to, to Leclerc, let's say it's like a point, point 0.8, point 0.9, after the third lap when DRS opens, do you think Verstappen has a chance to overtake him in, in the early laps? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I feel like we've seen that time and time, but I feel like it'll come down to, like, let's say Leclerc gets the lead, it'll be tire management and hopefully yeah. not any more right. fuck-ups with race strategy. But I think I'm it'll... Oh, my God. What? The... Okay, this... You just fucking brain-blasted me. I did. What was... What was Alpine's race strategy? Where they they went through two safeties and they didn't pit once. Was, this is <laughs> again. They went through two safeties, didn't pit once, and they just had Ocon going out on wheels with no tread, like super deep into the race for no fucking reason. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, they were definitely I don't know maybe like sipping on some Hennessy or something over at the the command center there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. That oh well, I think that's crazy because it's like when you get two safeties and you don't pit, it's like what is your is your idea? You're like you know what though there's a third one coming out for like, sure someone someone <laughs> yeah. else is going out <laughs> someone else they'll, is they'll going think we're crazy wall. until it happens but they'll yeah. fucking they'll see my favorite strategy so far this season was for albin to get the first points for williams it was like he stayed out on hard tires for every single lap until the last one and he managed to he was like not 10th though i think he must have been like seventh or something staying out the whole entire time but then he had to pit because you have to pit once a race so he like dropped down to just in the points my favorite strategy easily the the never pit just stay out there with like little chunks of rubber on your car and just <laughs> and just hold position yeah that's yeah i think we're starting to see that the the hard tires are like really the the best option that like to go on for sure like like yeah, granted if it's a if it's a, a street track you definitely want to start on the softs or the mediums and pit pit on the, the hard tires but we're starting to see on these actual like race circuits mm -hmm. that the hard tires are the best tires right now i'd, just... I'd love to see some more wet races oh, i want to i want to see you know maybe maybe just for qualities again but i'd like to see um you know some change in the conditions throw a little challenge in there and let's see uh Let's see if Alonzo can, or what, fuck, who was it? Was it Alonzo who popped off in the rain? Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 He yeah I, I, I don't know. I just like to see if, if uh, they can keep up the performance. I don't know. I just it, it gets boring. You know, maybe they they race in a hurricane or some shit. You know, like <laughs> they, they just, I don't know. They just have to wait for the eye of the storm, and that's when they start the race. Yeah. I think we'll start to see more rain in Hungary and Belgium. I think okay. that's where we'll start to see it more. Oh, yeah, no, that, I think that'll be sick. Your, my perspective, you know, as a Ferrari fan is, like, now that they're no longer in first, it's like, fuck it. Just make it rain, downpour, have all the, who knows, a sandstorm on track. Just, I don't care anymore. Like, when I'm, when my team's in the lead, no, I want perfect conditions. I want Leclerc at the top of his game. But mm -hmm. now that he's, he's in third, fuck it. I don't really care what's going on, honestly. Just, just get any conditions out there. Just a downpour. I, I mean, when it's wet, I mean, Max Verstappen is still, like, one of the best drivers on the wet. Like, it's, yeah, but it's just, it's hard to... For me, though, it's just the randomness, you know? Because, like, when my, right. when my team that I want to win is winning, it's like, no, I want perfect conditions, so, like, the results <laughs> are, like, secured. But when, like, uh, when somebody else is in first, it's like, I want I want to be raining. I want Latifi going in the wall, giving a free hit <laughs> to my guy. I want him sneaking by. I want I want like the the wet. I want it downpouring. You know, that's that's like my how I change my perspective. You know. Yeah. 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 Ooh, actually brings me to you know I think we should make one prediction. Okay. Who's who's the first one to crash out? You think this weekend? Oh, who's the okay. first to DNF? Silverstone. <sighs> Okay, wait, I gotta, I'm gonna oh. check. Oh my god, this is such a good, this is so good, Wes. Oh, damn. Mm. Okay, this is tough. I wanna, I wish I could see, I wanna just find like a, the wiki page and I wanna see where people have DNF'd recently. I wanna see who's on a recent DNF hot streak. Well, I think you know one off the top of your head. I feel like Stroll <laughs> has been pretty hot recently for that. Well, yeah, he, he did, he did joint a 10th last race though real he's hot right now he's that's hot. why i got him on the come up i got him 10th this week yeah he's on the come up <laughs> i'm trying to think okay i want to say 
I'm gonna. I want to go like a little bit more bold because I feel like the two, the two. Oh like, no! Uh, no, trust me. I'm doing. I'm calling someone bold. <laughs> I'm gonna say Yuki Tsunoda is gonna DNA. Okay, that's not that's not a bad one. First. Or maybe like so. Is this like it could be first? Wait. So when we're saying first, do we mean first in the race, as early as quality, or as early as practice? Ooh. I'd say you don't count practice. Yeah, no, because people push it. Like, they want to push themselves more. I say we say for the race. Race? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm going to say Yuki. Okay. I'm saying Daniel Ricciardo. (laughs) Damn. I'm saying saying Carlos Sainz, man. There's a lot of gravel there. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's a good one. (laughs) When Sainz sees gravel, he sees a free opportunity to go off track. So that's he sees it as like a parking garage for his car. So that's yeah. Tough. You know how like in like what oh, I forget what like in the racing games they'll like show you the line you take. Yeah. For uh, for signs, the line <laughs> goes straight. straight into the gravel. Yeah, no, I can see that. I, dude, that's that's a good question. I I want to say Sonoda, but I think Ricardo's bold. I feel like that's like a hero prediction because I he's usually pretty good. I feel like about finishing races. So I feel like this it's, weekend you'll see. I feel like that's what makes it. That'll be an insane claim if it comes true. Signs is like, I mean, he goes off. I mean, at the it was like insane for like three weeks there. He would like start second, immediately lose like three spots, and then go into like the wall or gravel. And he did that like three weeks in a row. I think Australia yeah, Grand Prix was the worst. It was. Well, I don't even <laughs> think about it. I don't even want to think about what happened there. It was just. It was something. Uh. is um is there anything else we wanted to talk about i think we really we really covered a lot we really bounced around yeah i talked a lot more about people getting executed this week than i thought i would talk of stats (laughs) with various drivers and teams and how they have the power to do it Uh, but you know i think that's a good thing yeah no it's definitely i mean it's a dangerous sport you know and if you 10 people coincidentally you know anyways yeah no i think we covered a lot we covered um racism we covered drivers dying by touched roe v wade a little bit yeah roe v wade who thought that would have made an appearance in an f1 podcast (laughs) um yeah we really covered everything in the world yeah no for sure so i think that was good and I'm, i'm excited for the race i'm excited Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously we're 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 uh, two weeks without a race, going on two weeks. But um, I think yeah, the longest uh, the, the the longest wait we'll ever have is during the su- summer break, and I think we're going to be fiending for a race. How long is sure. this summer break? It's about a month. <laughs> Damn, what what? How's the pod going to take a turn in the middle of the break? Like, is it just going to be like? I think we'll just we just we'll have teams. We'll have teams. Yeah, we'll like, just be about NASCAR. I'll we just be talking about people dying for a month. Yeah, straight. it'll just be like, oh, this guy dies. We'll just be it about death, really. Yeah, for, for sure. It can go anywhere at that point. I mean, we see yeah. what happens after one re- one week without a race. We're we're starting oh, yeah. to pick up the pace on on the podcast as well. I mean, we're we're a little over uh, an hour today, so yeah. Damn, that's huge. Starting to pick it up, yeah. Crazy that we went over an hour on a week without a race. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope. Uh, hope during the race week or next week or this coming week when we record it, obviously a little over an hour again. I mean, great, mm-hmm. I and mean, we're just starting to get the hang of things. Yeah, no, just flowing. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah, I guess um we could probably call it there, and uh after after this week, we're gonna have uh, some some actual you know, results oh, to talk about. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, don't end it yet. But okay. It is official. F1 cast has outlasted Cumtown. That makes us the last real podcast standing. <laughs> Wait, did, they, did they end their podcast? Uh, yeah. Um, what's his uh, what's his name? Left it. The guy who the guy who went on the yard. Oh he... wait, I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, good. but but yeah. So Cumtown broke up, and F1 cast is still standing. So we're one to know. Yeah, one to know, baby. One to know. I guess you know we yeah we don't have to you know think about the past but yeah no we we're we're trudging on mm-hmm. keep going all yeah. right well all right. I guess we appreciate that, you guys um, yeah yeah thanks for for tuning in you know make sure to drop well I guess we're on so many different platforms drop that I guess yeah. a follow a follow is universal though check check the F one Twitter we'll be we'll be posting some bangers there's on there bangers for sure. I Twitter feel like the Instagram one this week our clips might be death related 
Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it goes how it goes, you know? Maybe a... maybe I'll, I'll send the Haas director a DM on my race strategy. See what he thinks. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, the, you could just title it Killer Race Strategy, and I'm sure he'll... I mean, I'll be honest, he'll probably open it up. They're at a loss right now. They're, yeah. They've been slumping. But, yeah, yeah no, let's just drop, drop a follow if you've made it to the end, you know? And uh, I guess that covers it.